Hello, innovators. I'm Todd Wyant, and welcome to the Bridging the Gap podcast. You're invited to join my mission to embrace and share the innovations transforming the AEC, MEP, and manufacturing industries. We have made a very cool milestone here on Bridging the Gap that we want to take a minute and celebrate in this episode. It is officially our 25th episode here on Bridging the Gap. It's crazy. So I wanted to use this episode to take a look back on some lessons learned, some highlights from the episode, and some fun memories of the podcast so far. And I thought, who better to do that than the full behind-the-scenes pod squad? You already know our editor, Eric Daniel, from our Innovation Brief episodes. Welcome, Eric. Hey, thanks for having me on again. Absolutely. And we are also joined by our uh, producer, Alyssa Chartier. She is always in the background of everything. And she actually made a brief appearance way back in episode seven, what the cloud and the Simpsons have in common with Doug Dahlberg. Welcome, Melissa. Hey, Todd. Thanks for having me. How's it feel to be on the official side of the microphone this time? It's very different. Um, there's, there's a reason I'm on the back end for sure. I'm hoping this, that I transfer well on audio. <laughs> <laughs> One of, uh, my favorite people to listen to always says that he has a voice for newspaper. <laughs> you have a great voice. So that wasn't a, a knock on your voice, but <laughs> I just think that line's funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. So, uh, 25 episodes. That's pretty crazy. It's a big milestone. Did you guys ever think we would get to 25 episodes? Definitely. I think with with Todd at the helm, all things are possible. We're going <laughs> to oh. get to 25 episodes no matter what. <laughs> that just might be because of stubbornness. But uh, I, I think it's been cool over the 25 episodes to see the growth of the show and, and how we've kind of evolved into to where we are now and the, the topics and stuff that, that we're talking about. It's, uh, it's been really cool and amazing, humbling, the response and reaction to the show. Uh, I, I feel like I'm, I get the most out of it than out of anybody because I, I really enjoy sitting down and having a conversation with these really interesting thought leaders and giving them a platform to talk about the kind of amazing things that they're doing, being innovative change agents. So it is very fun to hear from people. Uh, and getting input on what topics to do on the show. So I would love to connect with anybody listening to the show on, on LinkedIn, connect with me, shoot me a message. I would, yeah, conversations are fun. So the more conversations, the better. So I pulled some fun facts about the show. We are in 31 States. Now we have listeners in 31 States, which is pretty cool. We're going to be taking over all 50 here very shortly and we're in 18 countries 18 countries are listening to us oh wow yeah and they range the the full gamut of countries outside of the u.s do you guys care to take a guess of what our second most uh populous country is of listeners i'm not cheating when i say that because i do have access to the stats but i haven't checked I'm going to say France. Maybe. France is on the list. 
Australia is on the list. Oh. But France is number 10 and Australia is number 16. Oh. So um. Sweden. Sweden is our number two. It was very cool. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yep. Canada, South Africa, UK round out the top five. It's very wow. cool. So to all of our international listeners, thank you. It's very cool. Yeah, thank you, everyone. That's that's such a cool milestone that we have so many uh, people from around the world listening. Yeah, love it. Uh, so what are some of your, your favorite moments from the show so far when you look back over the t- 24 episodes, I guess? You know, the one that takes the cake, and I think in everyone's mind, uh, is the the one with Sharon and Mark on it uh, from BIM to Burning Man had to be one of the most interesting episodes we've done. Just the combination of art and BIM and all of them taking it out, taking their free time to move everything and assemble everything over at Burning Man and was so interesting. And it really showed the deficit that we have in the corporate world regarding art, we don't let our employees uh, express themselves creatively and they're willing to do it. They want to do it. They're going to volunteer their time. Absolute one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I thought that was such a cool conversation. That's way back episode 12 for those of you who want to go back and, and listen to that. Uh, and it still remains our most popular, most downloaded episode of all 24 so far. I, I think it's interesting, Alyssa, when you bring up the the theme of the combination between art and construction on how that theme has come up really several times in different episodes since that, which is a connection that I hadn't really made before on how much art and construction are really similar. So I, I thought that that was a really interesting uh, theme that they they brought to the show. Yeah. And kind of drawing back to that, I think we were talking to Bianca Corey about how there's this persona around people in construction that is like a very manly, a very um, gruff persona. And that's just simply not the case. You're going to find some of the most creative and wonderful and artistic people in that community who just aren't recognized for that. So I think we're seeing that more and more in construction, which is very satisfying and rewarding and uplifting. Yeah, Yeah, I, I feel like it's really easy to, you know, equate architects with art because we, we think of them doing their drawing and designing of, buildings and different experiences, but uh, I, I think it's a really unique kind of peek into how really a lot of art ties into the rest of the entire industry. And I think it's cool for both people to be able to express that and to um, think of what they do as an art form. Yeah, for sure. Eric, any episode particularly stand out to you? I'm going to say, I've said before, I could listen to Rick Kramer all day, every day, talk about uh, BIM 360. Just absolutely how excited he is about BIM 360 and how interesting 
he makes every second talking about it. Yeah, for sure. He gets into it. It's, it's awesome to see that energy's pretty contagious. I love Rick. We do a, a bite-sized BIM series with him from time to time, and he always just completely engages anyone he's talking. He gets me excited about it, and I'm <laughs> I'm in marketing. That's awesome. Uh, I think one of the um, interesting standouts to me has been kind of the, the realization on the MEP perception problem and how that plays into the skilled labor shortage. I feel like that's come up several times in different episodes on that. We, we have the skilled labor shortage. There's a, a lot of reasons behind that, but then how perception does play into that, that for whatever reason, the MEP guys are considered maybe not as innovative or not as up on technology when that is so not Mm -hmm. the case. There's so many cool innovations happening. There's so much technology in that space. They're just almost too humble to talk about it. And so from a marketing perspective, it's been really interesting for me to kind of put those two together of, I, I think that there is a, no pun intended, a gap that can be bridged in that just on a marketing side of things, of how do you give a platform and a voice to the innovation and the exciting things happening in the industry. And that in turn will then attract younger people into the MEP space. So that's been an interesting one. That's come up several times. I think we, we talked about it on the Nathan Wood episode, episode 20, Jason Barber, episode 22. And then we really unpacked it with Brett Stacks in episode 14. Um, so yeah, it's just been a, a big theme that's come up several times. Uh, Jeff Stample, we, we talked about it on with his episode as well. Um, so that's been an interesting combination. Yeah, it's definitely a running theme and one that uh, these seasoned professionals are super passionate about. And it, it's cool to see that they're meeting millennials where they are because it is, it's such a generation gap in, in that too, where you have, oh, these millennials, they're just, they're so emotional and they're so, well, it's, it's a different time. And it's just really cool to see these people meeting our generation where we are so we can get into their industry. So there's not that huge gap in the labor shortage, which is what everyone's worried about. Yeah. How do you appease those crazy millennials <laughs> i don't know you tell me my, <laughs> i haven't figured it out yet <laughs> uh what are some things that you guys have learned during the show that has surprised you i think I, there are going to be a lot of people that are interested in telling what they have to say and it's been really fun having just such a colorful cast of characters on the construction side has been just so fun and I really didn't think I was going to get a lot of callbacks from people in construction because it is I was expecting something very gruff and I've got 
I found that I've gotten a lot of interest in the construction space and people want to talk. So it's, that's been an interesting turnaround in my head where I thought, hey, more architects will be bridging the gap, want to do bridging the gap. But I think construction and MEP has really been a niche that we found, which is fascinating. But people are listening and people want to know more about it. So I think that's been a huge curveball. Yeah, I think the interesting thing is it, the MEP industry is, it's one of my favorite things about the MEP industry is that they're, they're so open to talking and brainstorming and having those conversations, whether they have all the answers or not, they're up for the conversation just to get something moving or brainstorm. Um, so I think that's super encouraging and bodes well for the future of the MEP space. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people feel like this has given them a voice to talk about something in an organized way that maybe just didn't even exist before. Uh, I, podcasts are super popular, but it's been really cool to see uh, people kind of gather their thoughts and contribute to an organized conversation about something that's, that is, in real time, pushing the industry together. And I think the, the, all the guests during the MEP4 series were the perfect example of that because you have, you have one common theme together pushing the industry forwards. And it's really cool to see people rally around that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that's one of my favorite things that I like about podcasts is that it gives you the opportunity to slow the world down and have a deeper dive conversation into a particular topic. I feel like there's so often we are just running around at a breakneck pace where podcast gives us the chance to catch our breath, unpack, and really give a conversation justice. You, you got 30 minutes to unpack a topic where normally you're lucky if you get a couple minutes. And so you're able to to go to places that you ordinarily don't go to in just regular conversations, just from a time factor. What's the funniest moment that stands out to you in these 24 episodes so far, this being the 25th? Well, behind the scenes. <laughs> behind the scenes, Eric torments me. It does, it's <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a very large blooper reel when you're on camera that long uh in front and behind the camera um just funny just all kinds of spontaneous funny things that happen so to clue in our <laughs> listeners eric has made me terrified to drink water if a mic is anywhere anywhere near me or if he's anywhere around me he has footage of me drinking water and then he amplifies how big I gulp <laughs> and he nicknames the series bridging the gulp. It's, it's very good. I, I wake up uh, in a cold sweat with nightmares <laughs> because of Eric and what he's able to do with my bloopers. <laughs> Magic of editing. We can cut anything out. We can cut anything out. Which are plenty. <laughs> Perfect time to announce our new breakout series, bridging the gulp. Uh, <laughs> every Saturday coming to a city near you 
it's terrifying. maybe in a couple quarters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the the same thing. Not to razz on Todd, <laughs> but I love when I'll click the record button and he'll be like, "Are we recording? Are we recording?" And I'll be like, "Yeah," and he'll go like this with his microphone and he'll lean over and drink his cup and then he'll go back to normal the the steps he goes through to avoid your editing eric i think so it's a hard. grand conspiracy <laughs> that Alyssa and, and eric are a part of that Alyssa just will sneaky record before she actually says that we're recording just to get some stupid blooper <laughs> reel of me doing something ridiculous <laughs> i can neither well, confirm nor <laughs> todd you're unlucky because you're you're straight on the camera i just have to listen i just have to crop out all of your shenanigans <laughs> um, so we we haven't even gotten to you yet that means it exists Alyssa. be careful yeah, it's a dangerous always... place to be in eric's crosshairs crosshairs <laughs> <laughs> nice uh all right most worthwhile takeaway that you've gotten from one of our guests Honestly, I think it is a little bit of the combination of a lot of what the guests are saying. Uh, if going slightly back to the skilled labor shortage, you know, a lot of us are creating the technology that it solves the technology side of the skilled labor shortage. And uh, a lot of what we're trying to do on this show and a lot of what other people are, you know, sharing on social media and sharing about in the industry is attracting people to the trades. So I think we've kind of attacked the skilled labor shortage, both from the technology side and then really just the promotion side of this is a really cool trade. Come join. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to sound cliche to say, but I think the, the biggest one for me is, do what you love because when we've had people on like Jonathan Marsh um, who's working with MCAA with this cool tech lab you know he he literally just spun this up out of thin air and now he's he gets to just test equipment for MCAA and bring it to people's doorsteps I think with those reviews and that's just so cool but the people that we interview have bounced around a lot but they they've always ended up where they're supposed to be because they're working in what they're passionate in especially in the case of Jonathan but also you know Sharon finding her way into the BIM space and Mark finding Sharon and uh, just seeing Josh Bone make it over to Nika this past year it, everyone's kind of landed in their ideal role because they bring so much to the table because it's their passion mm -hmm. and it's really cool to see where the industries have gone in these past few years and where our interviewees have ended up even from when we interviewed them it's it's awesome uh, so just follow what you love just keep moving forward yeah yeah I think that's great um, one of the the standouts was in the well, a recent episode with Nathan Wood shared pains, the power of words and digital transformation. 
Um, I just really enjoyed the unpacking. How do we communicate better across different silos and uh, spaces? And so how does an architect communicate better with the trades? How do they communicate better with the owners? And how does everybody get on the same page? Because each of those spaces is doing really cool things, but there is oftentimes this, uh, I hate using all these uh, cliches on bridging the gap uh, and puns, but there's this big gap that exists. And oftentimes they, they don't bridge the, that gap. And communication is probably the biggest gap that exists in the industry. And so if people can sit down, check ego at the door and say, all right, what is your pain? What's my pain? How do we, sh we, a lot of times we have those things in common. So how do we get to a place where we can minimize them and do what's best for all parties involved? Um, and that's hard because like I said, you have to check ego at the door and there's a lot of people that have big ego. Uh, that's no shade. Uh, I have to check my ego all the time. <laughs> uh, so but I just thought that was a really interesting conversation and, and how does grit play into that and an innovative mindset. Uh, the same thing with the Jason Barber episode recently. The thing that stands out there is the change agent that that illustration has kind of burned into my mind of that's really who we're trying to talk to is who is an agent of change doing something cool and let's talk to them. Um, so yeah, uh, those would be two of the, the big highlights besides all the, you guys have called out some great highlights. What are you most excited about in the next 25 episodes? I'm excited to see where the, where we've started the show and where we are now from episode zero or negative 10 or, or whatever uh, to now. And I'm excited to see where we bring it from now to episode 50. Just, I, I never even imagined how great and awesome this show has turned out. So I'm, I'm really interested to just see new conversations and the new uh, interesting things uh, that I learned along the way. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the people that we have lined up to come on the show. We've already filmed some of those episodes and they're really interesting conversations. And so I, I think we're just taking it to the next level of conversation richness. That's been the thing that uh, has surprised me probably the most is how much deeper and richer the conversations have become over the, the course of the show. And I, I think a, a lot of it is uh, I look back on some of those early episodes. I'm like, why did I ask that question? That was, <laughs> that was kind of dumb. But <laughs> uh, So just the learning curve of asking better and more in-depth questions and stuff. But the, the next 25, I'm super excited about. We got some, some good things lined up. Yeah, stay tuned. That's right. Well, thank you guys for, for coming on and, and unpacking. Congratulations on, on 25 episodes. Thank you for all the hard work you guys put in behind the scenes and now uh, in front of the mic. I'm excited for the next uh, 25 and beyond. Love it. 
And thank you to all those listening. If you are interested in learning any more, you can always visit our sponsor, Applied Software at asti.com for more information. You can also listen to this podcast anytime by simply going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to leave a review or a rating. But we would love reviews. We listen or we read those. We love seeing those come in. So please leave a review. Also, be sure to check out our website, bridgingthegappod.com. Until next time, I'm Todd Wyant. Thanking you for joining us on the Bridging the Gap podcast. Should we all say it at the same time? Yes. Yeah. Keep innovating. <laughs> we should try that again. Countdown. <laughs> I'll do Wait, say this. three, two, one. Okay. Two hours later. Three, two, one. Keep, Keep innovating. innovating. Thanks for listening to the Bridging the Gap podcast. Please spread the word by giving us a five-star review and sharing with your friends and coworkers. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out our other applied software podcast, the AEC Disruptors. Thanks for listening. Bridging the Gap is produced by Alyssa Chartier and edited by Eric Daniel. Bridging the Gap is an applied software production. Copyright Applied Software 2020.